This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, you're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. And today on the show, we are discussing something that we have spoken a lot about in the past because it keeps coming up when we talk about the world of dating and trying to meet that special someone. Something that constantly comes back to us from listeners, particularly guys, is that the girls out there are just so fussy and that we have lists upon lists of things we want our ideal partner to have or to do or to look like. So to talk to me now on the show, I'm joined by Jennifer Haskins. She's Introductions Director of Two's Company. Jennifer, great to have you on the show. Thank you for your time. Hi, Lauren. Delighted to be here. Now, you have a lot of experience in the world of dating and helping people meet that special someone. Jennifer, tell me a bit about Two's Company. Well, actually, as you say, I've been in this business now 10 years, so a long time. And even prior to that, you know, my background is in psychology. So I was, uh, you know, practicing psychotherapy and counseling for many years before I even started up to this company. So it was like a natural progression into something that was still about helping people. But I found that a lot of people that I met who came to me with different presenting issues, as we'd call it, a lot of the time it was down to relationships, either being in bad relationships or the lack of a relationship. You know, so a lot of unhappiness is caused by people who are searching for a partner, that they're not happy maybe in the relationship they're in, or as I say, that they just haven't found what they're looking for yet. I think what's really interesting, as you said, is your background in psychotherapy and understanding, I suppose, how we work and what it is we're looking for, even when we mightn't realise what it is we're looking for. And I suppose that leads me to this whole issue of box ticking, because sometimes we might think, right, well, I want to meet someone and here's all my deal breakers. Here's the things that they must do or um, value the same as I. And that can kind of narrow the field a bit at times. Yeah, it does. I mean, in fairness, you know, Lauren, we have all had relationships. And if you look back on your past relationships, there were no two that were exactly the same. So it's not like there's just one type that is going to suit you. And I do advise people to sort of be a little bit less judgmental. Maybe drop all the things that you think you have to have. Because I have had situations where someone will come in and they may have, you know, filters they may have like eight ten filters and even more and even if I qualify all those filters and make sure that whoever I introduce them to are going to satisfy all those filters they still may not may not meet Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright they still may be because it's going to be down at the end of the day to the chemistry that je ne sais quoi that little bit of extraness that we're all looking for and that's way beyond box ticking that's way beyond filters so even though you may have your filters satisfied or your boxes ticked, you still may not have that chemistry with the person. And it's not going to work if you don't have chemistry. So I suppose to kind of condense this into how simple is it and how difficult is it, it can be very difficult for us. We get we do get people coming to us who are very fussy and are very, very set in their ways insofar as they know what they're looking for. And that's great because I love a challenge and I'm willing to work with people and tr- and make sure I get them exactly what they're looking for. But that other ingredient is still going to have to be there. And that's the only thing that we've no control over, mm. that, that essential chemistry. But what I would advise people is, you know, maybe just soften up a little bit on the boxes. Because, you know, any time I've met somebody, they've never, 
never ever been exactly what I thought I was looking for but then when I met them I kind of went well actually you know what there's just something here I just get on so well with this person it's easy and as I say to people you know make sure you're comfortable first and foremost with the, with the other person but do you know what is really important Lauren our values the things we value in our life are really important so we're, our values are handed down to us by the other generations before us, like our parents, our grandparents, and they're handed down through families. So in some cases, you know, someone would have a very high value around education. Um, in another case, it might be, might be somebody is very much into sport. They come from a sporting family, and sport is something that they value or activity and being really fit. Someone else, you know, as I say, may be an academic background. Someone else, it may be down to business um, it may be that they want somebody that's also business-minded or entrepreneurial, or it could be just down to traditional values. You know, that family is very important, and um, that, you know, marriage and children. So people come to me from every walk of life. You okay. you name it, we've got people from, from those kind of backgrounds. And I have people from farming backgrounds, people who are unskilled, semi-skilled, tradespeople, people who have multi-million euro businesses. So literally... It's a real melting pot of people. And where we really come in there is that we try and get a sense of who, who you are, what you're about, what's important to you, what you value in a partner, what you value in life in yourself. What are your intrinsic values that we really should look at? And then, obviously, we look at things like hobbies, education, background, all that kind of stuff. So we really go into a lot of depth here with people and find out a lot about them. And then obviously because we meet people face to face, we also get to see how people present, how they look, how they express themselves. So we get a really, really comprehensive mm. overview of the person that we're trying to match. And then because we have also met the other side, the male or the female, we then find it much easier to match people because we have this really strong impression of what they're like and what they're looking for. Yeah. And as you said then, you know, that very final thing, the most important of all is chemistry. And that's just something you can't force because I feel like from watching, you know, movies and, you know, hearing stories online or reading books, like people sometimes think it's just like this lightning bolt and it just happens. Not always the case. Like, would you advise people maybe if they're a little unsure to go on a second or a third date, Jennifer, and get to know someone? Why not? They've nothing to lose. It's not like you're you're signing, you know, a contract to say, oh, if I go out with you a second time, I have to marry you or I have to stay with you. People are just saying, look, okay, that went well. Let's see how it goes. I mean, you know, when I met somebody through an agency many years ago, I went out four or five times before I finally made up my mind that this person was relationship material because it grew. Each time I met, I found that there were other qualities that I hadn't seen before in this person and I actually, you know, got to really, really like the person and the more I met him, the more I liked him, the more Mm. attached I became and that's the way it's a natural thing. But a lot of people are looking for, you know, the earth to move, fireworks, and it doesn't always happen like that. That may may happen when we're in our teens and early 20s. Um, not to say we won't feel like that again. We, we can do. And the one thing that makes us feel alive is when we actually get into a new relationship. There's one, that's one thing that makes us hop out of bed in the morning and feel like, God, life has a new meaning. Mm. Everything takes on um, 
a better meaning and a stronger meaning and we feel more energetic and we feel better about ourselves and the whole future seems brighter. But And, and that, that that's the kind of things that a new relationship can bring for, uh, to our life. But going out on a second or third date, I'd say to people, you're not, you have nothing to lose. You know, it's not as though you have people queuing up at the front door, you know, yeah. waiting for you. <laughs> Just go out and meet a second time. Not a big deal. Don't get too intense about it. Just say, this is another human being. We're just going to go out and have a drink or we're going to go out for a walk or we're going to go out for lunch or dinner. Just meet a second time, have a nice conversation and see what emerges because everybody's nervous on a first date. Yeah. You know, we're all going to be nervous. And second time round, we're a little less nervous. The guard is down a little bit more. And by the third date, we're becoming quite comfortable with this person. And we've got a much more of an insight into who they are, how they think, what their life has been like up to now. So, yeah, just relax. You know, see it as just if you're meeting a friend again to get to know them more. Jennifer, some great advice there and really lovely to speak to you on Spin Talk. I hope we chat again. Thanks so much. Yeah, lovely to talk to you, Lauren. Take care. Okay, you're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. Loads of messages have been coming in, like I said, when it comes to dating and these kind of topics, you always come through. So really good to speak to Jennifer earlier on. She had great advice. But I would really like to speak to you today about the realities of meeting someone new because as Jennifer said it isn't always lightning bolts and fireworks the first time you meet someone. Laura joins me on the line. Hi Laura. Hi Lauren how are you? Good and good to hear from you you got in touch fairly straight away because this is what happened with you Laura. Yeah so we didn't meet online but we worked together for over a year okay. and I didn't like him he didn't like me even as a person <laughs> and yeah so clashed big time and then we were on a night out together not together, so we're running out out and got chatting and dancing and we're together over a year and a half now, so just shows to give the other person a second chance, like, or even to give them a chance, because you don't really know somebody unless you get to know them and want to know them. Yeah, so true. And do you think, like I was saying to Jennifer, that sometimes um, we just judge people, especially on looks, when it comes to online dating apps? Oh, definitely, yeah. And the way they come across as well, like, you know, you really have to sit down and spend time with somebody to get to know them as a person. Yeah. And had you been Definitely. dating before you, you met your fella? Uh, yeah, I was in a relationship before that. Then I was single for a few months and had definitely said that I wasn't getting into another relationship <laughs> for a while. But uh, yeah, that didn't, that didn't last very long. <laughs> well, see, that's the but, thing as well, is sometimes when you're not looking for it is when it happens. I yeah, think that's exactly. easier said than done, but... Yeah, but you just need to tell sometimes it comes to you rather than you going looking for it sometimes as well. So, yeah. Laura, really good to speak to you today. Thanks for sharing that. No problem, Lauren. See good you. to speak to you. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, that's interesting. Laura and her boyfriend didn't even like each other when they first met through work. So it just goes to show sometimes, you know, when you set out to find someone either online or through an agency, you might think you want certain things or you're looking for certain things, but it's not always the case. This listener says, I met my boyfriend five years ago online. When I met him, I had it in my head that my future boyfriend would have a job, car and prospects and all the frills. My boyfriend had none of the above when we started talking online, but nonetheless, I met him. And sure, what's one more frog? Well, I learned not to be so materialistic and stop having certain expectations. Five years on, we have it all. I couldn't be more prouder of him and what we've built together. I am the lucky one to be with him. Don't overlook someone just because they don't fit the bill of what you think you want at a certain time. So true. And I think, I hate to say it, but it comes through every time we talk about dating on this show. We hear from so many people, particularly guys, who say that they find a lot of women 
when they're looking to meet a girl can just be really, really picky. And like that, like judge whether or not you have a job or where you live or where you went to school. Jed says, I'd rather pick up a woman in the disco like the good old days rather than looking through an online catalogue and selecting a woman based on looks and her bio only to find out when you meet her that the photo is 20 years old and her bio is all lies. We always hear about the photos and about how people don't look like their photographs online dating sites. So today I would really like to hear from you from your own experience and be honest, like maybe you have met someone and just straight away been like, nah, I'm not into this. Have you felt like it's worth giving it another date or two just to find out that you might be into them down the line. Like Laura, she didn't even like her boyfriend. Get involved. I would love to hear your stories. You can text her WhatsApp 087-711-1038. So I've been asking for your stories of dating, your own experience. I also spoke to Jennifer about box ticking because that is something that comes through an awful lot when we discuss dating on the show is just how fussy we can be and we feel like people have to meet certain standards before we'll give them a chance. This listener says, Hi, can I ask if men use dating agency? I've dating agencies. I've moved home from abroad and trying to date, been speed dating, dinner for six, etc. Female tickets sell out so fast, but there's always male tickets available. Are there men in their 30s using these services? Thanks. Um, There are, but I definitely don't think as many. And I know from organising, we did a singles event a couple of years ago on Spin Talk and it was so much harder to get guys to do it. The guys that came along ended up loving it and had a brilliant time, but they can be that bit more reluctant. But then, you know, Fully Charged had billboard singles there a couple of weeks ago and so many guys got in touch about that. So I don't know, maybe is it older guys are a bit more reluctant too? I'm not sure. If you know of men in their 30s using these kind of services... Um, help a friend out. I'm on 087-711-1038. Definitely contact Two's company. And then there's Intro Matchmaking, who are great friends of ours. We've spoken to Rena Maycock from Intro loads of times on the show as well. So maybe give them a buzz. Alan says, I'm a man and single a few years, but my friends tell me I'm too picky, but I just won't settle. And this is the thing. People are really afraid of settling. And something we hear so much on the show that, you know, you shouldn't have to settle. You shouldn't have to change who you are. But I think the longer you're on your own, and this is something Jennifer spoke about as well, is that, you know, we can get a bit stuck in our ways. And just sometimes maybe, you know, if you say, well, look, I only want to be with someone who is from the South Side. And I only want to be with someone who works in this sector. You're ruling out so many people straight away that might be suitable for you, you know. Michelle says on Facebook, and so we should be picky about our needs. Maybe if people picked more, relationships and marriages might have a higher rate of success. Stop settling like desperate idiots. There you go. Exactly what I just said is that we have this fear of settling. Michelle, I know what you're getting at, but at the same time, are we leaving ourselves, you know, um, like we're missing out on meeting people because we're afraid to compromise. I don't want to use the word settle, but to compromise that we go in with our list of boxes that need to be ticked. And if someone doesn't meet that criteria, well, then we don't want to, we don't want to know anymore. Or similarly, if you go on a date with someone that you've connected with either online or through an agency and you decide within 20 minutes, you don't fancy them, that that's it. You won't give them another chance. Orla's been in touch on WhatsApp. She says, I met my husband through a mutual friend. We clicked over a few drinks and I thought I'd be a bit slutty for the first time ever. Okay, Orla. Uh, Long story short, he spent the night in my hotel with me, got up, went and got me tea, came back and when I dropped him home the next day, he asked me for my number and I asked why, lol. End of the day, he ended up coming up the following evening and he's been around ever since. As four years ago, I initially didn't think it would go anywhere. You've got to give people a chance is what I say. Orla, great to hear that story. Thanks so much. 
Um, and like just great to know that you guys met and you clicked and it worked, you know. Um, and people, look, some people don't sleep together for months and months. Um, but yet they end up being together forever. And some people like you hook up on the first night. Everyone is different. Whatever's working for you. Alan is on the line. Hi, Alan. Hi, Lauren. How are you? Good. Alan, I think I just read out your message there a second ago and you were saying that your mates think you're quite picky. Yeah, they would, yeah. Um, single, long term, a good few years now. And they just say, look, you need to just pick someone and go with it. But I don't know, I just don't feel it. I just can't go with it. Well, I read out your message and then I read out Michelle's and she was like, look, you've got to be picky because people settling down is what means relationships and marriages don't work out. Would you feel the same? Absolutely. And like, like I said, I'm not one who would cheat or anything like that. But I know if I didn't fancy or no, didn't have that the urge or excitement to see the person, I said, I know I'd be still looking elsewhere. And it's not for me. So I wouldn't just settle just for the sake of it. But do you think you've given enough of a chance? Like, do you feel you have Absolutely. to find someone from the uh, get-go? No, no. Um, like I said, I've five or six dates and I'm just not feeling it. And then I just go back to the drawing board. And do you feel when you meet people out that they're quite picky as well, that people are very particular? Um, well, where do I meet? Like a lot of people where to meet, a lot of people is um, online. Okay. You know, and one thing that I've that people have said to me more than as a geez, you're much better looking than your photos. So I think a lot of people probably look up maybe on photos and go, Oh look, he's not my type or whatever that and just be picky or they might see something in my profile that they don't like and just move on. Yeah. And I do it as well, like Karen says, and you kinda of look and go, Oh, you know, she's a vegan. I don't I eat me straight away, you know, and it's terrible to see because it could be a great person and just because we don't eat meat or we don't eat it like the same things doesn't mean that it wouldn't be a great match. That's just the sad state of affairs now. Yeah, and do you think that like that is the problem with online is people just make presumptions about each other? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Like you know, and we all do it. Like I do it, even though I say, look, oh, I don't try and do it, but I still do it. Yeah. Why is oh, it but, that you want to meet someone, Alan? Um, it's like I don't know, like it comes to a Saturday night. You're you're lonely, and all your friends are whatever doing whatever with their partners and it's just you on a Saturday and it's kind of like I'm happy I, I like being not that I like being on my own I'm happy I just like to someone to come along and to share with because yeah Saturday nights and stuff like that you do be like no oh, weekends I'd like to go for a walk or drive dinner or cinema and it's kind of like oh it's just me yeah and that that's how I, how I would do you think you will meet someone hey at this stage I don't think so <laughs> I don't know, Bans, I don't know. I think so. I haven't given up faith. My mum is still praying to the church and Padraig and Lighting candles Allah, for you. Yeah. Allah and Buddha and <laughs> <laughs> at this stage and I just yeah. Well, do you know what, Alan? I don't know if this will give you any inspo and he would kill me for sharing this, but I know he's not listening, right? But my brother and I used to always talk about this and I'd be like, you're never going to meet someone you're too picky and you're not going to meet your dream woman, blah, blah, blah. And like that, my mom was lighting candles nonstop. And then three years ago, he met his dream woman and they got married there just before Christmas. And I was convinced she didn't exist because I was like, there's no way you're going to meet this woman that like ticks all those boxes and is just as incredible as she is. And there you go. They're happily married mm -hmm. now. Well, so. like the thing is, like there's nothing that I'd say that she has to, okay, there's certain things that I'd like if she did or didn't do, yes, there would be, but there wouldn't be a whole list or anything like that. I'd always kind of be open to give someone a chance and then after a couple of dates, just, 
you just wouldn't fail it or she wouldn't fail it and we just that'd be it yeah Oh, well, the best of luck with it, Alan, because you sound like such a lovely guy, and I don't mean that in like a patronising way at all, because as you said, you're happy with your life. So, like, Yeah, and I'll 100%. It'll work out yeah. the way it's going to work out. That's what people say, you've got a car, you've a house, you've a good job, and say, yeah, what will happen when it happens, and maybe I'm just too laid back from my own good. <laughs> lovely to speak to you today. Thanks you for too. Coming on. All right, hey, bye-bye. Take care, have a good day. Um, if anyone knows my brother, don't tell him I said that, he'll kill me. But it is so true, you know? Sometimes you just, when you're not looking, you find that person. Kira says, I actually used a matchmaking service and personally the guys I met were totally different to what I was hoping to meet and incompatible for me. Would never try it again and at €600 Euro for four dates, it's very expensive. However, I met my now partner online. It wasn't love at first sight, but he's amazing and we're now engaged. Love him to pieces. I've never actually um, found out how much some of the matchmaking services can be. I don't know which one you've used, Kira. And I know for some people they haven't worked but there is a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes. I know that definitely from speaking to some of the people involved that we've had on this show in the past. And they take it so seriously because at the end of the day, they have a reputation to uphold as well. Um, and they do their best. But it just, you can't force chemistry. And I suppose that's what Jennifer was saying earlier on. You just, it's either there or it's not. But I suppose what I was asking Alan and what I'd like to know from other people today as well is how long do you give that you know do you give it a chance because chemistry might not be something that's there immediately I don't know maybe you disagree I'd love to hear from you I'm on 87 711 okay um, obviously loads of messages are coming in about Alan everyone is a bit taken with them Donna says if you could pass my digits on to Alan that'd be great thanks I'm single for six years would consider myself picky wanting a guy who drives etc Alan sounds lovely well come here Donna look the one thing we spoke about with Alan is like don't worry about ticking the boxes it's either there or it's not but we'll touch base with him and see what he says, okay? How about that? Kate says, I didn't like my ex when he asked me out, but he liked me, so I agreed to go out with him because I'd never had a boyfriend before, so I wanted to see what it was like. We went out for four or five months and then I broke up with him. We went to the cinema on our first date and I thought it was going to be really awkward because I'd literally just met him. And it was awkward a bit, but I knew from the start that I wouldn't have liked him. What? I don't get it. See, but you did end up going out with him, yeah. So... Look, I get it. You, sometimes you've just got to give people a chance. And like, obviously, if they make your skin crawl and like you hate lots of things about them, get out. And also, if your gut is telling you that, you know, they're dangerous or whatever. But at the, like, you don't have to be polite. But at the same time, just maybe be a bit more patient when, with one another. 087-711-1038 is the number you can get involved. Cynthia is next on the line. Hi, Cynthia. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Um, you're another person who wasn't mad into your husband. No, I wasn't. I was saying to wait. I wasn't like really when he asked me for my number. I was like, oh Jesus, <laughs> just another guy that's going to be bothering me again. And I was like, all right, okay, no problem. I shall when I'm bored, so I can you know go for a date or something like that. Yeah. And then we didn't even. I didn't hear from him until two weeks after. And then I said, okay, fine, no problem. We went on the first date. And then after the first date, I was like, uh, I came back. I remember talking to my friend and she was like, oh, was it this? I was like, ah, oh, just forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, and it wasn't like it wasn't nice or anything like that. It was just, I wasn't really into it, you know, that kind of way. And then I said to myself, all right, when he rang me again, like, you know, a couple of days after, I said, okay, fine, I shall, I'm doing nothing. I might as well go. <laughs> And then, yeah, I went. And then, before you know, like, we were on the fourth date and then we were meeting up. I was going to his house. He was coming to my house. 
And then four months later, we were engaged. It, like, it, it felt like a dream. I was like, I, my friend, I remember calling. I said, I'm engaged. I said, wow. Four <laughs> months later, you were engaged. Yeah, four months later. And yeah, because we met in about the end of the year. Like, you know, and then our first date was in January. And by April, we were engaged. And in August, we were married. And now we have two kids. <laughs> Cynthia, shut up. So, like, what changed? Like, when did you start fancying him? Exactly. I really don't know. I, I can't pinpoint. Like, you know what I mean? I, I think it was the initial, like, you know, it's just like when you weren't looking and then I wasn't really in that mindset, you know, that kind of way. And some for some reason, it just kind of changed my mind. But I just can't pinpoint exactly when that happened. It's just... <laughs> Now I, I, I can't imagine living without him. And does he know all this? Does he know how you felt? Well, he, he knew, like, our the beginning for us wasn't, like, love at first sight. He didn't, like, he doesn't know. And it was same for him as well. Like, you know, he, he wasn't like, oh, geez, I'm going to marry this girl when he first saw me either as well. But then, like, it, for both of us, I think maybe that's what happened for both of us. We just kind of grew into each other. Yeah. Yeah. I so think- when he proposed after four months... Like, yeah, did he really think about what he was doing? I I suppose he did, but and I I don't know if I saw it coming. I probably didn't see it coming either. And then I was thinking to myself, but like, that's what I said when I said to my friend I was engaged. She was like, "To who?" Like you know what I mean? Because <laughs> she didn't really believe, like you know, this short time. And then when I find out, like you know, really, it doesn't take that much you know, long time to know a person really doesn't. As far as they show you who they are and you show them who you are and you're being honest with each other, like, it doesn't take two years to know people. Yeah. Cynthia, yeah, you are gas. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's kind of funny when I tell anyone the story, <laughs> like, about when my sister said to me, Cynthia, you're getting married. I'm like, I, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and funny enough, like, thank God I had my mom there and everybody. Like, I really, I was so shocked. I really didn't even plan, uh, like, you know, the marriage myself. Like, everything was done for me. I was sitting back, cross, crossing my legs and doing nothing. <laughs> Cynthia, that is amazing. Uh, glad to hear you're so happy now, two kids later. Great to have you uh, on the show. Thanks. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye, bye-bye. Uh, gas woman that is hilarious Cynthia had no interest in her husband uh, when they first met it was a couple of dates later and then engaged after four months hilarious uh, today I want to hear your stories about maybe it taking a bit of time to fall for the person that you ended up with Gráinne's next on the line hi Gráinne hello Harry I'm good thanks uh, Gráinne you weren't so sure either no like well I think like I was saying before like my text like is purely because of maybe the age and the whole like to be with the time because like six and a half years ago you like it wasn't a thing that you go online and you meet people and it's like so sketchy and it's just like oh you don't know who you're going to meet and like there was like everyone's like oh why would you do that and I remember being when I signed up to match and I was like a super secret for my mom and I was like if she finds out she'll kill me because I was like I think I was 22 23 but I was oh, a real mommy's girl sorry because I didn't so, read out your message now Gronia so sorry you met yeah. on match.com and there was an yeah. age gap yeah so it was like six and a half about six years age gap okay and at the time, because we're together now six and a half years now, so it's a long time ago. So like there was no like apps like GoFish or yeah, yeah. Like, none of those apps existed then. And it was like a pay service. And I just remember doing it and I was like, I was like super secret, like between anybody, nobody knew. Like, and I, but I was a real, like I'm not a go out person, I'm a pioneer. I don't go out drinking or going mad ones. And I was like, oh, how will I ever actually meet anybody? Like, I don't really go out that often. And, I just stick to my normal hobbies and my interests and I was like this will work like this is actually much easier for me and 
I felt like it was a much safer environment as well in some ways. So. Wow. And then, yeah, and I felt like when I went out with Andrew, like, um, he probably, I hope he didn't hear that. I hope he's <laughs> not like this in training. We won't say his name again, don't worry. <laughs> um, so I hoped, like, he like, he'll totally kill me. Um, so um, when we went out, like, at first, like, I was like, I remember being so nervous because I'd gone on three previous dates or four previous dates and they were not, like, one was really sketchy. I remember having to like bail through a bathroom, like back door window, and having my brother pick me up. I was just like petrified, like, and then like I was like, oh god, will I go again? And I remember being really like text my friend where I was when I was going, and and then when I was meeting up with this guy who I'm with now, like he was. Uh, I remember keeping him about an hour late. He was waiting for me. I was that scared. I was that like nervous or worried. And then when I got there, I did not want the date to end. Like never laughed so hard in my life. And Aww. like to this day, like I wouldn't like wouldn't even know what it'd be like. But I'm like he's so supportive. So you're just a real like old soul gentleman. Like and yeah, just. And just like, just genuine, like not, not none of this whole crap of like getting dressed up and like, like he keeps himself up, but there's none of that like materialistic crap in it. And like, it's just real easy. And like, you think, oh, can a relationship be easy? But it can, like it physically can be easy. And there was none of this like settling or just so super happy, super easy going. I'd probably be the harder going person. And I've tried to learn how to be a bit more like, doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? Oh, lovely to hear from you, Grania. Thanks a million for coming on. No bother. Thanks a mil. Um, just quickly Donna I read out your message saying you want to pass on your number to, to Alan and I was like oh you know we'll see what he says Alan's been back in touch to say spin don't be turning down any women for me so Donna no problem we will pass your number on to Alan but as long as you promise to let us know how it goes that's the deal we always make because we have passed people's numbers on to others before but the deal is you have to fill us in on how it goes okay 087-711-1038 is the number you can get involved Aina is next on the line is it Aina? Aina, yeah, that's it. Ooh, happy days. Uh, Aina, sorry, I wasn't sure how to pronounce it. Tell me a bit sorry, about... Nobody how, knows. <laughs> uh, it's A-O-D-H-N-A. N-A-I-T. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, Aina, tell me how you met your other half. So I was working in a restaurant and he was doing his H-tip in the local school and he came in for this kind of awards lunch and we found out his name was Mr Hicks anyway myself and the girls and we were falling over ourselves trying to find out who Mr Hicks was where he was from everything so then about two months later he came in again with his family so we were all like okay you do the starters I'll do the main courses we'll both do desserts and forgot forgot about it again another few months later I was at the beach with my friend and her aunt was there who works in the same school so I said to her I said who is Mr Hicks and she disappeared for about 10 minutes and she came back and she was like, I just gave him your number. So oh. that's how we met. She passed on the number. But I was on Tinder at the time and I would never have matched with him because he's a year younger than me. So you had the so, filter on people who were younger than you? Yeah, so my filter was my age or older, but he's a year younger. Aha. Uh-huh. See, this is the thing. We are talking to Jennifer about that is by putting certain filters in place, you're automatically ruling out people that you could get on really well with. Yeah, and the thing is, he's 10 times more mature than me. <laughs> and that's the reason why I would have put my age or older, because I would have been like, no, if they're younger than me, they're way too immature. But yeah. that's definitely not the case. And so you were kind of mad into him. Like, you liked the look of him, obviously, from the restaurant. Yeah, and he looked way older, because even when he told me he was younger than me, I kind of thought, oh, God, what will this turn out like? But yeah four years later we're still together that's brilliant so Aina definitely an example of maybe to think carefully about your filters on yeah. dating sites yeah now don't get me wrong like I wasn't looking 
to settle down when I was on Tinder, I had so much fun. Like I was going on dates every week and like I was meeting so many new people that I'm still actually really good friends with that didn't work out. Um, so like, I, I don't know at now, should you be looking at Tinder as seriously as settling down? Purely because like, I don't know, has it changed so much over the years that it's nearly a hookup site more than yeah. settling down? Now there is success stories and friends of mine have success stories there's more hookups than there is success stories. Yeah, that's what we hear a lot. But look then, if we were to do a show and ask people, is Tinder a waste of time? Can you form meaningful relationships? We would get so many messages from people and we have done in the past saying, I met my husband on Tinder, I met my wife on Tinder. Like, So look, it does happen, but I know what you're saying and we do yeah. automatically rule people out and have those filters in place. So good to hear your story, Aina. Thanks a million. Not at all. Lovely to speak to you today. Um, Kira says on WhatsApp, I met my fiancé through Tinder. We're now getting married after four years. I didn't like his outfit the first night for sure. But afterwards, everything worked amazingly well. He changed his style. He <laughs> he. See, this is the thing. It's like straight away we make assumptions about people or we presume things about people because of what they're wearing and how they look. It's gas. There are so many messages coming through in this one. I'm going to do my best to get through all of them before the end. This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren. Live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.